0: Hey, I'm Kyle. Thanks for joining Andy and I. So if you're listening with your kids or your conservative grandma, maybe don't because we swear or some shit like that. Hey, welcome back to part two of our set review for Hour of Devastation, Commander. We'll just jump right in.
1: All right, you ready? All you ready? right, let's do this. Okay, let's just roll it back up. <laughs> going back in. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, black. All right, now that that intermission's done. All right, we're gonna. Do... Okay, black. Kick us off with black. Okay, let me. Yeah, I got one. I got one
0: that's. I don't. So think we it's... we already talked about Bantu's last reckoning a little bit. Let's maybe just
1: like. Yeah, let's just get him out. Let's there. throw let's, it out there because. Out there. So we... it's one a black and a black. Um, it's a a sorcery. destroy all creatures. Lands you control don't untap during your next untap step. So, it's three mana for a board
0: wipe. Yeah, your lands don't untap. But then the thing is, the argument already is, well, damnation. It's just one extra mana. And you get to keep your lands.
1: Right. Uh, so... I don't know. We already have a really good board wipe in that mana range, which is Toxic Deluge. That's true. Toxic Deluge is also there as well. But you can always use two. Um, It's a Damnation. If you're in black
0: and you need more, like if you're only in black, I think it might be a consideration. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That one's tough. Would you use it? Like when you uh, thinking about it, like would you include it in a deck?
1: You've oh, got Gonti, you've got a you've like, got a mono black deck. Would you put is, it in Gonti? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Cuz I I'm okay with Gonti dying. Um see, This this is the thing about this one and the white one, right? Like you're going to shoot these because you need to shoot them. When are you going to board wipe, right? Well, here, here's the thing is I to already be funny. Like you don't board you board wipe when it's like it needs to be done. Dude. It's true, you the, know? But the thing to me though already is the white one's better cuz it clears everything. Oh, you're talking about Hour of Revelation. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, see, I'm I'm kind of planning... I'm saying this all around, like, the untap. Okay, gotcha. The untap, right? Yeah, no, you're right. You're in a moment... That, you're in a place that, of desperation. Right, that's that why you're it. That, to me, is the paramount... Like, that's the biggest consideration when it comes to these cards. Like, if you need to think about, are you okay pretty much not having another turn? Right. Right? Like, yeah. if you can do anything else, great. If you can use a mana rock, great. I just... Are you okay not having another turn with that? Right? Yeah. And it's like... Sometimes you might not get another turn because you need to freaking wipe the board. That's true. You and know?
0: that's a that's a good question. I think that's a good good like deck building strategy and question. Like, do you need those cards because you're gonna be in that position? Uh the one that I'm really super excited about for black though is Torment of Hellfire.
1: Hailfire.
0: Yeah, hailfire.
1: Hailfire.
0: So this is this is a black sorcery. It's X and two black, and it says repeat the following process. X times, Okay. each opponent loses three life unless that player sacrifices a non-land permanent or discards a card. Uh, If you're running some big black mana, you've got Cabal Coffers, you've got your Shrine of Nykthos, uh, you've, I don't know, got any of your black doublers like Crypt Gas or something like that, you're going to be able to feed this thing. It's gonna clear a lot of life or a lot of permanence or just empty somebody's hand. I don't know. It, I'm 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 pretty hot for this card, Andy.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's kinda like what was the one it was like from Avison Restored or whatever. So it is. Killing
0: Wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you sack a creature or you pay X life. It's an X spell as well. Um
1: yeah, that so you, that's symmetrical, right? Don't you have to do that too? It's,
0: it, yeah, so it does it to you as well. This one is opponents, opponents only. And so and it's plus
1: they have the option to discard a card.
0: Exactly. So I, I, I use Killing Wave. I kinda go back and forth on putting that into my Erebos deck. Uh-huh. Um I think it's a, a decent spell. Uh if you play it at the right time. Um I've had a backfire.
1: I think, like, this is just me, and this is kind of what I'm thinking about this card. Um, Ah, man, there's just a lot of variables here, right? So, like, let's say they have a lot of options, right? So, like, I don't know, I have a lot of cards in hand. Or let's say you're playing a token deck. Or I have a lot of things to sacrifice to evade this cost. Or both, right? Like, Yeah. yeah, I lose a lot, you know, but depending on how much you've filled up the X cost, I just, I don't know. Like I don't know. You got to be really. I I
0: think you got to be a very strategic magic player if you're going to play Torment of Hailfire. It's.
1: But then yeah, you're right. It has to be. If I don't have a choice, and it's like I just don't have any options, and you've hit me with at a low point in the game, like just to end my, end my career, right? Like it's just like I don't know. Yeah, it's like what if what if
0: somebody just wipes the board, turn before you, and then you're sitting on a big a big capacity to produce mana. Maybe you've got a black market, right? Yeah, like the, no, the yeah. It just
1: got filled up, right? So yeah, um, it's it's got
0: some. Like I, th- I just think there's a lot of scenarios where it could be good. To the point of, I'm definitely going to put this in my AeroBos deck. I I I want to see it played. Um, you're right. I think there is space where it could it could not work as well as as you'd like it to.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so a lot of this black, like, f- card stuff in here, I don't know if it's going to be globally, like, very good, but I can tell you for our meta, like, just, I don't know, there's some stuff that, I mean, like, there's a new tutor, there's the Ra- Razakeths, right? Yeah, so it's a five, five converted mana cost, uh, tutor, right? Yeah, so it's a diabolic tutor plus one, but you have the option to cycle it, that's all it does. I want it for the Zer list because, hey. yeah.
0: And you're gonna have pieces it's, that you're gonna wanna get a hold of in the Xur list that Zur won't get
1: itself. Right. So it's a cyclable card and then yeah, like if I if I really wanna shoot it, I'll do that. Like, oh it's one but it's it's just objectively worse. It has one more mana than Diabolic Tutor. It's like, yeah, I'm running a budget list anyway to try this out and I don't know, like, if I don't feel like spending all that precious mana, I can just discard it and draw a card. So, I don't know. I, for that deck specifically, I'm okay with it. Yes, I wouldn't run it in any other one. Sure. I don't, I don't know. It has a space for right, it. Right, like, um, yeah. Um, one that I'm kind of looking at
0: that I... I'm curious to hear or see what other people think of this card. Hmm. Um, it's the Apocalypse Demon. Oh, that. And so, it's four and two black... For a demon, it's flying. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Demon's power and toughness are each equal to the number of cards in your graveyard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And at the beginning of your upkeep, tap Apocalypse Demon unless you sacrifice another creature. <sighs> uh, mill decks and potentially, like I, I, I don't know. In my mind, I'm thinking there's a lot of decks that like to fill up their graveyard and kind of like benefit from it. I know there's a lot of mirror decks out there. There yeah. should be a decent amount of... People's Graveyards should have some stuff in it. Uh, it does have kind of a... I don't know. It's weird to me as a demon, because usually if you can't satisfy a demon's demand, like it's going to hurt you, it's not just going to stay tapped. Mm-hmm. That's what's weird to me about this card. It seems a little off as far as demons go, um, but there's some potential really good
1: benefit for it. Uh I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. I'm just not seeing results. Okay. That's with fair with that one. That's fair cuz it needs a lot of variables to line up. Right. I'm not seeing a lot of results. Um it's it it, it, it it's the sacrifice thing. It's like you're already filling up your graveyard like I guess if you're really I just I don't know how you build around this card. I don't know what deck wants this card like Yeah, I, can, I what I can of, see like, myself have,
0: doing is thinking like oh, I'm building a deck, and I think this thing could fit in it, and then realizing, wait, the combo doesn't, the
1: strategy doesn't quite include this card. Well, well, I guess it doesn't. I mean, so what? You have a big-ass tapped creature. Like, I I don't know. Like, is it that big of a deal that you can't keep it up all the time? You know, I, I guess maybe, maybe it's not too big of a deal. I don't know. Cause yeah, if it just slapped you in the face, because there are some like demons that do that. Like, well, if you don't feed me, I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, you're gonna myself. you're gonna lose life. And so tapped, like, there you know. are so all it does is just tap itself. Is it that big of a deal? You do have an out. You have like a a, a, a upkeep first sack, sack outlet, I guess, which is next to useless when it yeah. as far as sack outlets go. I just I don't know. There's not a lot to think about here. It's kind of a weird card. Um, going back to the meta. Like what's probably good for a deck for a deck that that's being played a lot in our group, um, and probably a lot lately. I don't know. This one's kind of cool. It's for a It's the a- Ammit Eternal. Oh, okay. So it's two and a black. So just like fall. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe Brad will have a better idea of how he feels about this, but just bear with me for a minute. So it's a zombie crocodile demon. So creature, zombie crocodile demon. It's a five five. So it's a five five for three, right? Kay. It actually has a flick too. So like if, if they block it, they're still going to take three. So even if it does get kind of smaller. But it says, whenever an opponent casts a spell, put a negative 1-1 counter on Amit Eternal. So Hapacha's turn two, this is turn three. Um, you're just going to be pumping out Death Snakes, right? Yeah, that's for sure. But here's the big thing, is if they can't kill it in time, it do- this is the other part. So it says, whenever a- Amit Eternal deals combat damage to a player, remove all negative 1-1 counters from it. So if we can't figure out a way to absolutely resolve five spells before we get to his turn it's going to be there. It's he and we're wide open still cuz this is early game, right? I mean people are yeah. developing mana. Yeah. If they do have any mana dorks they're going to get pinged out, right? Sure. Like more than likely. Blah, yeah, he's right? not going to allow you to
0: have them for right, sure. Right, he'll
1: attack somebody else and get a negative one counter in. Like I don't know, like if the early game it's 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 it just gets a lot of snakes out early mm-hmm. game. Late game Probably not. Like, it's one you want to see early game. Well, then again, I don't know. Like, how many spells do you have available late game at, at your disposal? Like, I just... It depends on... It depends on the decks. And either way, you get five new snakes with, with a potter in play. Yeah, that's true. You know? so that's I, way true. Definitely. I think that one will be good. F- maybe. I don't know. Maybe, Brad, has <clears throat> a different feeling about it. Um, Different black creature for... Or a different black card. Uh, Torment of Scarabs. So it's three in a black. Enchant... Player at the beginning of each uh, or sorry, at the beginning of Enchanted Players Upkeep, that player loses three life unless he or she sacrifices a non permanent or discards a card. Uh I don't know. How much do you like that for Erebos? <sighs> Let me think. It's not this. global enough.
0: Yeah, that's the thing, is I want I everybody that I want that. global is the thing that I'm looking
1: for. But what if there's one guy, dude? Like, what if it's like me and I'm just like I'm being I'm just kind of I don't know earning card advantage some other way or I'm just being a pest like it's is true it worth and usually sh- sh- no.
0: most blue players you're gonna see uh you know like Ristic study or some other some other card draw mechanism going because blue's very strong at drawing cards everybody should be trying to draw cards extra cards but yeah blue in particular so if you can kind of manage that a little bit, What are you thinking? Maybe no. I I, I don't. I just
1: don't feel like this would make the cut. You're not seeing
0: results with that one either. No, because it's just one player. Like I don't see myself doing
1: it. Okay. What about this one? So two in a black Doomfall. Target opponent exiles a creature he or she controls. (laughs) Says choose one. By the way, so it's a modal. So it's a modal spell. Or uh, target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a non-land card from it. Exile that card. So I
0: like the second half of that. You know, target opponent reveals his or her hand, you choose an online card from it. When whenever you can choose the card somebody's essentially discarding. In you don't, this case, you don't exile. see
1: why I like this card? <clears throat> Who who's a really annoying handy? Oh, who's a really annoying flying angel that just seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger? And no matter what you do, you just can't get their controller to sacrifice her. <laughs> and you never can target her either, dude. Who is that? Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? Have you heard of this did, bitch? Can you just fuck off a little bit? Secarda Cigarda, of hairs.
0: Cigarda did never hurt anybody. Yeah, whatever. Man. Never mind the fact that at one point this weekend she was a 32-32.
1: Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> for our again, we're we're on the page of for the meta.
0: Okay. Cause I was, I was like, where are you going with this? Like, if I get to choose the creature that I'm exiling,
1: like. (laughs) And if you only control
0: one. Yeah, if you only control one, okay. I,
1: I gotcha. Yeah, Doomfall, bruh. I gotcha. Doomfall. So yeah, I think that one's pretty. (laughs) Now I'm prepared. Not that you're like playing her every week, but. Well, I I, I don't know.
0: I kind of made the decision. This, I think this is a topic for another day that we should, we should address is like, if you've got multiple decks, how do you decide which deck to play, or uh, with your play group? Ooh, I like that. Because I've I've I I intentionally played Sigardo this weekend because I didn't feel like we had enough aggro. And it that moved, particular it, game it moved
1: the game along. It it certainly it, did. Yeah,
0: like I so yeah, I think that's a topic we should address.
1: So, so for my Zuru Cycling deck, I'm kind of I want to see how with that without weakness. So it's one in a black uh for an instant. It says target creature you control gains indestructible till the end of the turn. But hey, it's got a cycling too. Yeah. So if we remember the episode I was talking about like if you're gonna pick cycling cards, they need to fit around the fluctuator really well. Yeah. And then more than anything, if you ever want to cast them is another one, right? So this one's instant speed. They gain indestructible, so it's like, okay, I really don't want to lose Xur, I don't want to lose my archdemon of Ifnir or whatever. Like, I can just hurry up and grant them Indestructible, or if none of that seems to be coming my way, cycle it. Okay, so okay. I'm pretty happy about that one too. Yeah, I think I mean. think Zer. Uh, that's one
0: thing I think that's really cool when you're when you're looking at a set. Um, some commanders are going to be really fed depending on the mechanics that are prevalent there. Like clearly, your Zer cycling deck. Yeah, he's he's really Zer got back from Bermuda and he's got presence for everybody. You know, like.
1: Yeah, I'm I don't know, there's some good stuff in here for our meta like if we are t- I don't know that's not a globally these aren't really globally useful. Should we move on to red? Yeah, let's or? Let's, let's jump into red. Okay. Um, All right, red here we come again. Um Yeah, this one I'm kind of kind of wondering like how I feel about it. I actually yeah, I don't know. I was I'm I'm with you. Red
0: so, was kind of like more
1: so wildfile eternal, right? Okay. Another, another zombie jackal cleric. <laughs> so it's a three red um afflict four so it's got a pretty high afflict uh number um whenever wildfire eternal deals or attacks and isn't blocked you may cast an instant or sorcery card from your hand without paying its mana cost
0: I think it's cool in that you have that could be pretty scary, dude. both sides of it are scary because if that you're could be pretty you're gonna get afflicted for if you block it yeah which is which is you know I mean that's pretty at cost. It's well, a, I mean in Commander, like they'll probably
1: just take they probably take the afflict over whatever they possibly will could come out of it.
0: Right, but I'm there's part of me that's kind of like seeing this in a in a deck that has blue in it. Maybe like oh yeah, probably a Jeskai deck most likely would
1: Ooh. be my thought. See that's what it's see that uh, now that you mention it, like so like in Shu like I was thinking like what would be a good card for Shu Yun. This doesn't actually do it all the way because it all has to do is just has an attack and isn't blocked. It doesn't have to deal combat. Right, right. So it's kind of good and bad. Like if they kind of get fogged, like if you like hurry up and fog, <laughs> you know, like if somebody blows a fog frog, it still happens. It wasn't blocked. Right. But at the same time, like granting a double strike doesn't allow you. I think they did that for like the whole blitz decks that yeah. they do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, uh, what is it? Team or battle rage or whatever it is. Like they grant oh, yeah Yeah. does it just get kind of nutty. Um, so
0: I I think I think that I'm imagining it being in a deck that has blue, so that you can get get it unblockable, um, and just get it through. I I just I, I I think it'll fit somewhere. I a specific deck, I'm not sure. I think it has its place
1: in commander, though. Yeah, um, um, pretty cool. And then there's the a new kind of red board sweep a little bit. So it is the namesake of the set. Hour of devastation. So three uh a red and a red all creatures lose indestructible until end of turn hour of devastation deals five damage to each creature and each non-bolas God planeswalker damn it nickel bolas <laughs> even you even don't, your red spell <laughs> don't doesn't devastate yourself yeah. dude i love it dude the none of the cards deal with him like they uh, his, just don't his, not that uh, i can see anyway <laughs> This is the baddest shit, dude. His, the
0: flavor text on this, everything here exists or perishes at my whim, including you, Gatewatch. That's just too metal. When are we going to get? Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are kind of, like, I've been noticing a lot of people cheering for the Gatewatch to die.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Uh Oh, yeah. Bye. Yeah, like, uh, this, now. this is a place. <laughs> Bye-bye. So, yeah, the card itself is is pretty I mean, it's, I don't know. It depends. Again, it's meta-dependent. So, like, if you have a lot of less than fives running amok, there's a lot of hit. Okay, there's a lot of targets just thinking so, of hit. But there's a lot of targets it doesn't hit. Too. So here's here's the thing to me, because I, I, had, I had a real
0: debate with myself about this card, Andy. Oh, God. Um, really? Because I was kind of like, I, I was saying exactly what you just said. Like, there's a lot of stuff you're going to hit doing five damage. Uh-huh. There's a lot of stuff you're not going to hit. However, I think the beginning part of this is huge, in that all creatures lose Indestructible until end of turn. You... you, I I don't know. I think there needs to be... Well, it kills all them horses. Right. Goodbye, horses. All those horses that I was so proud of gaining
1: life and creating them, uh, they're gone. Yeah, but that's one card for another one card. Like, I don't know. But yeah, so... My brain is like it just went to this weird place.
0: I'm like, that's the last unicorn. Oh, I,
1: was, I, I was thinking more about. Uh, I was thinking. <laughs> I, I was thinking. I was thinking more of uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> and he's sitting there s- stuffing his dick between his legs, listening to Q Lazarus's Goodbye Horses.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking of the last unicorn and all these unicorns being trapped in the ocean.
1: And you're thinking that. A Buffalo Bill asking, Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> it's a good song, dude. It's a way good song.
0: It is <laughs> a good song. It is a good song. Um yeah, so I, I think if it's played well, Hour of Devastation is played so well. Let's
1: it's... let's talk about how it's good for our meta, right? Kay. It kills it kills a lot of our commanders, right? Yeah, it, it hits a lot of
0: them. Yeah, because like, I I have two gods, two Theros gods. That is, yeah.
1: So if they arc, well, it doesn't kill freaking Erebus. He's got seven mana or seven health. I don't know. It kills a lot of like the. the I don't know. Yeah, I guess red's that's got true. A, red's just got to take what it can get. I think it's, a lot that's kind of the kinda the time. what
0: I'm thinking. Like getting rid of indestructibility is.
1: Until end a turn, there's nothing to say you can't follow up with something else. Well, but, yeah, because it's a know, sorcery it's, speed, it's so mana, like you let's might not say have let's the say space to do that.
0: Well, I guess maybe here's something I need to ask you, Andy. Like, let's say you attack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Somebody blocks with their indestructible creature. Do the, does the indestructible
1: creature absorb damage? Um. So. Yeah, so if you after the, the shot the spell, I I don't know, I think. But they would with the but would the damage
0: clear after the combat phase? No, it stays until end of turn. Until end of turn. So yeah, then it just
1: can't be enough to kill them. But so if they then in your second
0: main phase, you cast Hour of Devastation. Suddenly, that damage dealt to those indestructible creatures. So I think you could maybe sucker some people into. I
1: oh, L- got a bunch of indestructible. What am I worried about? And then you go, okay, well I'm attacking.
0: And then yeah, they've played. got their Eldrazi monument, and then all of a sudden. They're cooked.
1: Goodbye. Right. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, we can do what we, you got to do what you can with red. I mean, that's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, there's just not, yeah. you just got to go. Like, if yeah, that's, if that's what you need. I mean, people run Mizzium mortars. Yeah. I mean, that's asymmetrical. But yeah, only I mean, four there's, just, there's like, just not a, I don't know. Red's kind of lacking
0: in board wipes. I think that's part of why I, I don't know. I don't know how to play red very well, Andy. Like, I
1: just, I don't know. Um. There's a new gutter snipe. Did you know that? It's, uh, Wait, what? Yeah, dude, it's Firebrand Archer, one in a red human archer. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, so a little better in that department. Um Firebrand Archer deals one damage to each opponent. <laughs> See, I don't even,
0: I don't even play red, Andy. Yeah, dude, I you don't, just, you don't gl- know I just glossed over that, and I was like, "Fuck that!" You card. don't even don't know. Even
1: so that one's pretty cool. It's a new gutter snipe. <laughs> okay, it's a gutter snipe that works for artifacts, and then a gutter snipe that works for enchantments too. That's nice. That's it's one damage. pretty, pretty it's more not, broad. It's not two, but you know, what do you want from me, man? Yeah, I don't know. Just less mana, less threat. damage. I want to do damage. What do you want? Right. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I want it for for talking about the meta. I want it for Slow Bad, for sure. <sighs> for sure, I want it for Slow Bad. No. Um, I disallow. And yeah, Mizix, I want it for Mizix because it's just like less mana. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of torn with that and the Thermo Alchemist. Okay. I don't see Thermo Alchemist in a lot of let- lists. Um I know this thing's going to make it into Popper for sure. Popper burn, but which is dope. But the thermal alchemist like it does deal damage to everybody. Yeah. But it's a tap effect. I just I, I don't know. I never bothered to put it in Mizzix. Um Let's talk about I don't know. Like I know I already know the problem with this one. Uh it's See, I don't know if she's dead because the wording on it doesn't make it sound like they killed her, right? So Hazard's undying theory. Okay. Do you know anything about the lore? You're the one following. So, I, as far as I've gotten uh, with with paying attention
0: to the story, is uh, the Gate Watch has just dealt with Razaketh, and then the Locust God has kind of come out and kind of set things on on in motion a little bit, and. Uh the
1: Scorpion God just killed Ronus. Okay. And How do you so, get access to your lore for the listeners? Like, so I'm you... I'm listening to lore is pretty uh, cool if you care about it. And I think as a commander player you're more likely to care about it than than I don't know, some Yeah, so I listen to Voice of
0: All. Uh just pick up their podcast. They do they do the stories. Oh, it's a podcast? Yeah, it's a podcast. So you can download it as a podcast and just listen to it at your leisure. Um let me make sure I've got the name of it right. Well, yeah, yeah can... so Voice of All. They do the magic story. Um, What's it like? They're, they're, they're so it's voice acting. There's a group of people that, oh, do, no. that do voice acting. So it's so it's dramatized. Like you've got one person that's narrating, and then you've got other voice actors that do the voices of different characters. So it's it's cool. I think they're just take. I think they're just taking the stories that are written that you grab from. Wait, so they're Magic's writing website.
1: themselves. They're just kind of. Translating it into something.
0: Yeah, they're turning it into into like drama hour on your
1: radio show. So it's like a, I don't know. Uh, not a lot of people are probably know what this is, but like a searcher and stallion like radio show. <laughs> I don't even know what you are talking. Dude, it about. was on it was on NPR. Dude, it was like you'd listen to like sci fi music, and they would have like this science <laughs> fiction story about this dude and his like robot horse. Dude, a robot. I I don't know, the guy was named Searcher, and his, like, partner or compatriot was named Stallion. And it was, like, a radio drama. Or, I don't know, like... Little Orphan Annie, if you want to go that far back, or, I don't know. So it's like that. It's like a radio drum. Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. It is. So it's it's pretty cool. I recommend it. Like, God, we are rabbit hole so bad. We, we're starting
1: with the card, and we're down. We're talking about yeah, NPR ta- and some other <laughs> podcasts. So yeah, Vo- voice of all, voice of all. They're
0: they're like I don't know. I have a hard time sitting down like and reading off the website the story. So it's a good way to do. So it. it's a nice way to just like I'm going to listen to it on my way to work, and I I look forward to it. Um, so
1: that sounds cool. No. Do it too. Yeah. Alright, so Hazard's Undying Fury, four and a red and a red. Shuffle your library, so that's the part that sucks. Okay. For the next part. Then exile the top four cards. You may cast any number of uh non-land cards with converted mana cost of five or less uh from among them without paying their mana costs. Lands you control don't untap during your next uh, untapped step. So it's pretty red. It's pretty wild and chaotic. You have to shuffle the library first. <sighs> yeah. You know, so you can't set something up. Don't cheat that shuffle, bruh. <clears throat> I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut your deck. If you're yeah. Gonna try you're not going to gonna be
0: bringing the senses, divining top or ponder to the, to, to this,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, like, unless you do, I don't know. Can you do something out? No, I mean like, no, it would be in the it, middle of the spell. So yeah. Um, yeah, kind of hard. That one kind of hard, a hard jagged pill to swallow. I, I mean, I'm
0: I'm completely at your mercy as to whether or not this works. It's a red spell, so. Um,
1: I think in regards to Mizzix, it's it's a little chaotic. I'm already cheating costs as it is. Do I really need to cheat five other maybe chaotic spells? Um, huh. The other thing is that would you put it in like a a melic deck or something like that, or? No, because you can't. Pl- you have to shuffle the top. Oh yeah. So it's like, it's just yeah, like it just doesn't, it doesn't help you out. And it another thing is, is, like what happens to the cards in exile?
0: Uh, it's only four cards. It's yeah. four, and it says you may cast any number of it's cards. It's just weird. It three.
1: should be five for five for five. Like it should be the Arby's five for five deal that does. Well, that doesn't yeah, even, that, well, that doesn't even exist anymore. Well, yeah. God damn it! That's why this card's just whatever. Moving on. It's moving fu- on. Fucking depression. Right. Um. There's another one that's a little even more convoluted, I think, for red. It's called Imminent Doom.
0: I was actually going to ask you about Imminent Doom. Like, I literally uh, have written in my notes, Imminent
1: Doom, can it work? (laughs) (laughs) No. I just don't. I just know. Well, no. (laughs) No. no. Yeah, no. Uh, Imminent Doom, two and a red enchantment. Imminent Doom enters the battlefield with a doom counter on it. So it has one. Whenever you cast a spell with converted mana cost equal to the number of doom counters on imminent doom, uh, imminent doom deals that much damage to target creature or player, uh, when you put a doom counter on imminent doom. <laughs> How many times is <laughs> say, say doom? imminent doom a lot? Yeah, reading that
0: biblical text on that fucking card. Uh. So, yeah, it's just too hard to. It's it. so niche. Like yeah. it's such a needy card, is what I'm thinking. Like Andy. if you pulled it off one, you'd be like, ha! ha I know did it! I, mean? I
1: got one damage. If you pull it off twice, oh, oh you guys are getting fucked. I did two damage. <laughs> right? So it's just it's kinda hard to do. I I don't know. I mean what
0: if somebody casts Solemnity and then you're just fucked?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's that. So yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to fix this card. Like it, It's just it's just all over the place. Like It's, it's a red
0: chaos card. I don't know. There's it's just,
1: proliferate, but it's like then you're in another zone. It's like, well, what difference does it make how many counters you have on You it? have to
0: build around this card, is right. my thinking. There's no way and to which, fly it. Which means you're probably not playing it in a commander deck, is my guess. Yeah,
1: this kind of reminds me of uh, Burning Vengeance back <laughs> in the day, where it's like, I am trying so hard to make this work still. It worked for a minute in Standard. A uh, minute, and then it got just like okay, it's dog shit. You were you were obsessed God, with that, that way past its day. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So me, yeah, I mean it's yeah. Um, I don't know. You see any other you see any other red ones you wanted to? What? so I let me let me look this one up
0: because I had it listed, but I was like, okay, I, I don't fucking know. If
1: this well, is. there's like a new.
0: Um... No, nope, this is not it. No, nope. oh. I don't have any more red. Fuck red. Really? With, with, I have one deck that has red in it, Andy. You're giving up on you can that soon, huh? I just I mean, I want to play Neheb. Like let's let's bring ourselves back to center with red. <laughs> and and just God. remember Neheb. I would just I
1: don't know, I'd do anything for that guy. Um I don't know, like yeah, all right, we can we can move on. But before we go, okay? You know this is this is what being a red player is all about, man. It's like you got limited things to work with when it comes to this. So Are you doing some janky shit? And it's like, yeah, sometimes you got to take what you can get. <laughs> all right, like sometimes you just got to go with it. And when, all you right. have, when you have something good, don't feel bad about freaking doing it. All right, okay. let's move on to green. Okay, uh, this is
0: really kind of mm, probably not that exciting to people. But I-, I was looking at it, and I was just like, hey, I think this is a really good card. Beneath the Sands. What? Search your library for basic land card, put it in the battlefield tap, then shuffle your library, and it has cycling too. What?
1: It's a ramp card with cycling on it. Oh. Oh, okay. I was like, it sounds like just like a more expensive rampant growth, but hey, I'm like...
0: It's a ramp card with cycling. So yeah. here's, here's my thought about it is like, if you have it early game, ramp. If you get it later and you don't need that extra land, cycle. Like cool. Okay. I, I It's it's really not exciting. Yeah, but I, sometimes you don't have a ramp. I just want to throw that sometimes out there. Sometimes it's late game. You don't need a ramp. Yeah, like how often have you drawn a green ramp spell late in the game and you're like... <sighs> I wish it was tooth and nail. Yeah, no, I Well, just draw a card and maybe the next card will be tooth and nail.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, that's... I mean, you can say that about even like the lands that just... You can cycle them away. Yeah,
0: exactly. I, it, it's really not very exciting, but, but they I just want
1: tapped. I guess. I just want to put it out there that hey, that's a cool card. Um, there's a new mana dork. I don't know if you. I don't know if you heard. Wait, what? There's a new man. Yeah, dork? so Oasis Ritualist. You can just add one mana of any color to your mana pool. It's four mana though, dude. It's a two I think, four. I think I, I mean, skipped it's, over it's that pretty one. Robust. I but think then it's, you can tap and exert Oasis Ritualist to add get two, two mana of any one color to your mana pool. You've got a lot of untapping effects going on. I guess that's true. You could kind of abuse it. I don't know. Um, I I skipped over that because I was just like... "Mm." Dude, why are we wasting time here talking about... I know, we're talking about mana bullshit. Crappy green cards, dude. I'm sorry, people. What we should be talking about is Magus of the Crucible. Okay. That's the new card. That's the new green card, dude. Magus of the Crucible. It's the ramina Excavator. Um, if anyone wasn't following the joke, yeah, uh, two and yeah. a green creature, Naga Cleric. You may play land cards from your graveyard for a two-three.
0: It's uh, it's definitely going in my uh, my deck dude. It's gonna. Sure. It's just good. It's, I mean, it's straight up good. Dude,
1: it's good with, like, I don't know, uh, Strip Mine. It's good with fetch lands. It's good with, uh, I don't know, like, you name in it. You name in it. Anything that needs it's to be gonna sacked.
0: Be, it's going to be
1: definitely right? out there. It's good with, sure. it's good with uh, rummaging effects. Discard lands to play lands and to I draw cards. There,
0: there's a lot of land-oriented commanders. Gitrog, Omnath, Azusa, Borborg, Mosman, and Den. Like, they're all going to...
1: Yeah, happy Borgamos, to have that card yeah. in their deck. Yeah, so it's just, I don't know, it. it it's not a It's not a fortune it, oh, to get this card. Yeah, through. I mean, it's
0: three mana to get that out there, and you're... Well, I was talking about the Clues of the World's, like, actual oh, yeah. IRL cost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, an $80 card. Pfft. Right. Pfft. Fuck that. Right. I
1: have one, but fuck that. <laughs> I have one, I bought it, but fuck that. I would never... Um, and then, yeah, Uncage the Menagerie, that's probably the next that's, one. That's, gonna... that was, so, Court of Calling, anyone? <sighs> yeah, so, <laughs> I don't know, is it as good as Court of Calling? Like, isn't it better, don't you think? Well, see, it doesn't put him right into play, you know? Like, Court of <sighs> Calling looks like, just like, surprise, <laughs> here I am, yeah, and it's puts, instant speed. Puts it on the battlefield, for sure, um, but, you, but you can get yourself a shit ton of them. Yeah, I mean, this one's more combo it rific Right? Yeah. So let's go for it. Uncage in the, ma- Uncage in the menagerie. X, a green and green sorcery. Search your library for up to X creature cards with different names. Oh, well, that's never a problem. Yeah, because,
0: hey, I'm made for commander, this particular card. Yeah,
1: no, no joke. That each creature, or, ha- yeah, that have different names, that creature have, or, that each-, each have converted, yeah, mana, converted mana cost. Yeah, converted mana cost X. of X. Reveal them, put them into your hand, then shuffle your library. Let's think about a couple series, right? You got any that you can think about? That like, okay, if I had, I don't know, like the two mana spot. Is there any like two mana? Like, I I honestly didn't think
0: through what I would grab, but I'm just
1: thinking like, man, it would be amazing if I could grab however many. So in an elf deck, like getting like Priest of Titania, and then I don't know, pick an elf, right? Right. That's probably pretty good at the two mana spot. I think things start getting really hot at the three mana spot. So for five mana, you get three, 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 or three, three mana creatures. Yeah. So I think the one that's it's eternal witness because oh yeah, eternal just, witness for sure because you could just nab this card right back. <laughs> so it's like a green sun zenith a little bit if you get there. Um, oh, that's pretty sweet. Right. So you could get that. Uh, you can go get our new buddy with the land thing. mm Hmm. Um. I mean, yeah, dude. Like you name it. Like there's a lot. you can There's do. there's there's a lot
0: of combo stuff going on. That's definitely going to be in people's four free decks mana. For sure. <sighs> I'm
1: trying to think. Like, is there anybody like that's just crazy at four mana? I don't know. Like, I mean, if it, you're it if starts... you're running
0: elves, like that's going to be your mana range is three, four, five. Like that's where you're going to be pulling your lords out.
1: Yeah, I think I think where it's going to get weird is the higher the mana goes. So weirdly, this gar- card limits itself. Like. Do you really have 9 9 mana card creatures in your deck? Well, that's the thing I think you have to be
0: mindful of if you're including this in your deck. So this You have to you have to like I I don't th- your mana curve needs to be not so much like a bell curve but maybe a little more leveled off. Right. So for Or the- even progressively like Yeah. The more the higher the mana cost the more of them you have. Yeah. That's where you're really going to benefit from having this card in your deck. So So. for
1: San, this one's going to be pretty strong because you can tutor three of the off. Because like, I don't know, if anyone's ever played San, they know you kind of have like a trajectory, right? You go to your one spot, your two spot, your three spot, but you have different lanes you kind of follow. So it's like if it's a hard game where it's like, okay, I need to play it safe. You have like your safe lane, right? Where you're tutoring out like the safer picks you kind of almost end in the same place every time, right? Yeah, yeah. So this card kind of gives you the opportunity to go off the other lane and grab two cards out of the other lane. So let's say, like, for whatever reason, I use the Yi San target to grab a turn three, uh, I don't know, uh, Elvish Archdruid. right? Well, I can use this... Later down the line, to go either back to grab the ones that were in that lane that I need now. Okay. So, like, the Eternal Witness is a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like the, what is it? The, there's an elf that tutors power of six or, or, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the oh, yeah, like exactly. Bellower or like an acidic slime and something else. So, I'm thinking it's going to be good for that. But I, I think the card does kind of bottleneck itself the higher the mana curve goes.
0: It's going to be a nice card, but it, yeah, it's definitely got its. <sighs> As you pointed out, it doesn't put it on the battlefield, and the other thing being that, like, does it fit in with the
1: mana curve where you're casting it? Yeah, and it's in hand. So if you blow all your mana on this card, you know, it's almost, like, good for lower mana stuff. Like, if you it blow really your mana on this, this card, card, you you can't resolve what you do. Right, right. So right. it's a cool card. I, re- I like it a lot. I'm excited for it. I, I'm
0: definitely going to try it out, for sure. Um, I want So I want to bring up a card because it's going to be relevant soon. Um, if you haven't been paying attention to what's coming in the Commander 2017 set, uh, there was a leak that there will be a Cat Tribal deck. Oh, no. That is green-white, thus making Pride Sovereign an extraordinarily relevant card, because it will belong in that deck, I'm confident. Okay,
1: what does it do? So,
0: it's, Pride Sovereign says it costs two and a green. Pride Sovereign gets plus one, plus one for each other Cat you control. So it's going to be Big. Then you can also activate an ability where you pay white and tap it, exert Pride Sovereign, create two 1 1 cat creature tokens with lifelink. So it can produce cat tokens. And I, I don't, I, I'm fairly confident that's going to be an include for that deck because we saw the face of it is green white. Uh, yeah. So this card's going to make it into that deck. Yeah. Just plan for it. Those of you yeah, playing cat, a cat deck. Cat
1: travel's coming. Um, yeah, just cat rivals coming. That's happening. Get ready. Um, Anything else for green we got? So I think there's the, the majestic uh, myriarch. Oh, that thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's just like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, majestic myriarch or whatever. There's probably a word to say it. What happened? Was it myriarch? Myriarch? Yeah, I'm not sure, but it's a chimera. Okay.
0: Um, So four and a green, and the majestic Myriarch, its power and toughness are each equal to twice the number of creatures you control. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, At the beginning of each combat, if you control a creature with flying... Majestic Myriarch gains flying until end of turn. The same is true for first strike, double strike, death touch, haste, hexproof, indestructible, lifelink, menace reach, trample, and vigilance. God damn. If you are running a token deck with green and you have some things that are adding those abilities of some sort, mm-hmm. um I I it's my opinion, Andy. It's not quite crater hoof behemoth. Because it's not giving this to everybody, but it's gaining the things itself. Um, I think it's going to be a card that lays a lot of damage, probably gains people a lot of life. Um, I don't know. It, it, it It's going to scare people, is I guess what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I, you're, really, you're going to compare it to Crater Hoof Behemoth. No, I, it's, not, it's not Crater Hoof Behemoth.
0: But I think it benefits greatly from you having a lot of tokens on the battlefield. The same way the Crater Hoof behemoth would.
1: Uh, yeah. I see. I don't know. I don't know. How I f- I'm trying to think. How I feel, but it. it's a keyword Baruch assault for sure. It's yeah. a Baruch assault of keywords. It's got it all. Um, yeah. But it's the only person getting it. It's
0: the only person getting it. So it's not. It's not like uh, oh, what's the white human dude? You're does, thinking of Audric? Audric that does the other the way around. Audrick.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's it probably be, I don't know. You have to have a lot of creatures. So I'm thinking like, is it good in Xenoghost? But it's like no, because you need a lot of you. are yeah. only really doing one big ass creature. Yeah, Xenoghost is just doing one big you just ass need creature. A ton of creatures. I don't know. What do you think, you, Reese? So I'm I'm probably
0: gonna. Well, Reese's. here's here's the thing. Reese's feces is uh, he's he's on an elf theme right now. I think if you're not running an elf deck with with Reese, or see, right. but this is the
1: thing: is it has no evasion on its own, right? So if, well, it's flying? It does have flying. What? Where? Right? Am I wrong? No. God damn it. How did I...
0: It's a winged chimera. How wait, does it not wait, wait, fly? Wait, wait. It
1: says if you control a creature with flying... Yeah, no, it doesn't... It, it doesn't... doesn't even have it. Oh. See how its wings, yeah, see how its wings
0: aren't real? Because they're very they are. ethereal, aren't they? Yeah. They're very
1: ethereal. It has the notion of flying. Damn it, Andy. It, see? Never mind. I and, drop it. I dropped my it, argument. You retract. Are you going to issue a retraction? About I retract. This? Okay. I retract. So moving on. <laughs> um, okay, since we're talking about Reese and we're talking about your deck, what do you feel about Ronus's last stand? So Ronus's last stand is actually
0: it's it's a I think it's a really good card if you're if you're playing Reese and you're just looking for if you remember our conversation, my original build was about getting tokens early uh-huh. and progressively bigger tokens. Um, typically on turn two, the best you're going to come up with is a two, two. Um, but this probably, produced, that's the best more likely two one one. Yeah, exactly. More likely two one, ones. Yeah. Uh, you're, you you know, we like you get can do this Lesnia thing. charm and get your two, two knight or whatever. Um, that was usually what I was shooting for, but to get a five, three on five, turn four, bro. Is it a five, four? Yeah, it's man. Five, three. I was just going off. Can't of even memory. bolt this snake. Yeah. It's a five, four. For two mana, and yeah, you're not gonna untap your mana, but it's early game. People are still setting shit up on turn three. Yeah. And you've already got a five
1: four out. So what are you thinking? Are you gonna put oh, it in? Oh, that reese dude,
0: deck? I, I don't know if I'm gonna put him in my Reese deck because I'm I'm looking more at doing elf type stuff. Uh-huh. It's it's still so tempting, even in that, because it's like that is a really well costed token.
1: If you get it early, if you get it late, you don't want to use it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just a generic five four, and hey, you just locked yourself out of your land.
0: Yeah, like you're fucked if you play that late because you, can, yeah, like you're gonna tap lands to play Reese's so ability.
1: Are we, what are we gonna say? Probably not. Yes for Reese.
0: I I, I I would put it in Reese personally. I would. I would. I'm okay too, with. It's just too good. of it's a It's like if you if you can get that early game, you're going to be up people's asses so hard. Cool, man. Cool.
1: Uh, Alright, next one. Hour of Promise. Uh, let me look at it. Yeah, so it's four and a green. Search your library for up to two land cards. Put them into the battlefield. Tapped. Then shuffle your library. Uh, and then just kind of like as an added thing, if you um, then if you control three or more deserts, uh, create two, two, uh, two, two, black zombie creature tokens. That's a lot of two, tube two, Yeah. So you get, you get. So you you're get
0: ramping. Search your library for up to two lands, put them on the battlefield. And then if you control deserts, which that could feed itself, right? Or could it? Do you need to have the deserts
1: out? Already. Well, yeah, it just says then if you, it says then if you control. Okay. So if you search up a couple deserts to get there, you can make zombies. You can make your zombies. I don't know why those would be your targets in this in this environment though. Like your targets are going to be way hotter lands than that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know. Like way hotter. Because than it says than that. for two land cards like yeah. pff, you're definitely right. You're not going for deserts. So for
1: lands matters. It's a good I think it's a good card. Yeah. I hadn't right? really... I hadn't you really go lo- grab. You can go grab Urborg and Cabal Coffers, and then it doesn't matter what, like... welcome it's to true. Welcome to Big Black in green. It's true. Oh, dear God. I have not really considered the card too much,
0: because I'm looking at its demand for the, the deserts in order to get the, the back-end benefit yeah, dude, of the cares? zombies. But, yeah. like,
1: yeah, no. you're right. You can just dig up lands. So on a Golgari deck or even... Dude, I mean, anything even running green-black, it's like, you go grab those two lands. Oh, yeah, Getrog again will be hot for that. Right, because it's like... You know, you're you're now have access to having the great big big black that that Cabal coffers affords you. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. you got Urborg. I mean, you just you just tutored like what fifty bucks worth of cards out of the deck. <laughs> so yeah, pretty. I think that's a hot spell. Yeah, yeah I'm on, on,
0: we're looking at it a little more closely. It's pretty hot. I'm pretty into it. I'm we, pretty into it. We-
1: have we, have we? Did you have any multicolor stuff that you were? Well, there's one more for your gitrog. Um It's the Quarry Beetle, four four and a green. When Quarry Beetle enters the battlefield, you may return target land card from your graveyard to the battlefield.
0: That which is pretty sweet. I mean, to to go straight to the battlefield. You're right. Uh, it's it's sort of an expensive cost, five converted mana cost, but you're getting a big body. Uh, extra things coming to land for Getrog. definitely worthwhile definitely worthwhile
1: there's the tenacious hunter for brad's Hepatra. um as long as a creature has a negative one one counter on it tenacious hunter has vigilance and death touch so it's two and two green for a four four so it's a four four for four but it has vigilance and death touch so he can like kind of attack with impunity almost yeah yeah that was actually thinking. i don't know that's pretty, pretty i generic.
0: was i i think i remember when i was looking at that i was kind of like I want to ask Brad <laughs> for
1: for the Hapatra decks because because those are big, right? I mean, like yeah. there's a lot of H- Hapatra going around. It's definitely
0: week. definitely, and it's a good commander. It's a way good commander yeah we can do the multicolored
1: let's let's do it. there's not that many. I was gonna honestly. say did, did you have any that you were kind of like really interested um, in um the Obelisk spider is pretty good. so reach uh so it's one a black and a green so this kind of just is a card for sure I think is gonna be going in any hippatra list out there for sure um reach whenever uh, Obelisk spider deals combat or deals combat damage to a uh, a creature put a negative one one counter on that creature so it's kind of like a weird wither but it only does one oh, yeah. Of. But it only does one damage, so we'll just say it. And then whenever you put a, but here's the big one. Whenever you put a one negative one one counter, um so a negative one negative one counter on a creature, each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. So that's gonna that's gonna like really push the game forward with Hypatra Like hard. Yeah. And then the other big one is this blood water entity. I'm I'm actually pretty into this one, honestly. I didn't think I the more I think about it, it's really good. So it's one, a blue, and a red. Uh, flying and prowess which is pretty cool when blood water enter when bloodwater enter entity enters the battlefield you may put target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard on top of your library so from for melek or er, that's pretty great right it just puts it right back where you want yeah. it to be um for mizzix though yeah i mean i don't know like Unless you're running Melic 2, which I don't, I don't like that idea. Do you want, do you want to cap yourself? All like, recursion's good. Uh, I think it would be really good in any kind of like uh, bouncy whatever when you're bouncing a lot of stuff, recurring things. It's for pretty, sure, it's pretty cool. I I I think it's I think it's cool. Um, what about these? What about these? Like, what do they call them? The ones that are split? The like like appeal and authority. Um. Yeah, see, I my neck hurts. I don't even want to, like, look at these. <laughs> so, there's a couple that seem pretty relevant, but then again, like, I don't know. Um, so, I listed two as okay. kind of, like, maybes. Yeah, do it. I don't know. Uh, so,
0: an appeal and authority. So, the appeal part of it is just one green for a sorcery. Until end of turn, target creature gains trample and gets plus X, plus X, where X is the number of creatures you control. So again, if you're tokening, yeah, uh, that's
1: pretty, that's pretty good. You
0: can, you can beef up one of your creatures for just one green. Like it's, it's kind of like 90, it's just a second thought. And then the authority part of it says tap up to two target creatures. Your opponents control creatures you control gain vigilance until the end of the turn. So again, if it's in token deck, you're going wide, uh, that that encourages you to attack even more, and that's just one in a white to cast the authority apart. So it's a really cheap card to kind of get, get some some really nice benefits. I think if oh, for, for your token strategy.
1: Oh wait, I got one. I got one. Yeah, I, it's refuse to cooperate. Refuse to cooperate, dude. I like that one. It's 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 kind of it's not okay. Let's have it. It's not amazing, but <laughs> dude, it's it's cool. It's you're, okay. So refuse is three in a red. Instant refuse deals damage to target player to or to target spells controller equal that spells converted mana cost. Oh Jeff, you're gonna cast an Eldrazi? I refuse. <laughs> but he still gets to cast it. Okay. That's the thing is like if it was a counter spell, like that would yeah. be halt, but you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I refuse to just sit by and let you do that. <laughs> you still get it, but you just it hurt. I just I don't like it. I don't know, you could kill somebody if they are trying to do something really big at the end of the game. True, could. true. Um, but then to cooperate is the aftermath, Target copy target instant or sorcery spell. You may choose new targets for that copy. So okay. it's, a tw- it's a twin for two, a two and a blue. Huh. Yeah. All right. That's all right. I might try it out
0: in Mizzix. So the, the only other one that I had was Leave to Chance. Um, so the Leaf part is an instant... It's a, it, obviously like a very responsive card. It's one and a white. Return any number of target permanents you own to your hand. So if somebody's board wiping you, you can just respond by bringing it all back to your hand. Yeah. Um.
1: Oh, yeah. So that's kind of nice. And then the or self psycho rift yourself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like if if they're casting a non-blue board wipe, you can kind of
1: exactly. Or maybe you have a lot of hot ETBs. You just want to get. Or Maybe you're just trying to be cheeky and you bounce all your bounce all your <laughs> s- permanents back to your face. In the, never mind.
0: Yeah, maybe you want to use the chance part of this. Okay. which is has the aftermath. Uh, the chance is three and a red, and it's a sorcery. Discard any number of cards, then draw that many cards. So
1: this is a I. You know what? Fuck
0: this board state. Let me see if I can dig for a new one. Exactly. And it's kind of like...
1: That's pretty funny. I,
0: I I was thinking, I'm like Borov kind of has like a weird relationship with with having a full hand of cards. Like this might actually mm. mm, kind of work. Let's say you set up like a real nice like aggressive early game board state, and then everybody else has outpaced you. You can just send it all back to your hand. And then chance it, discard it all, and then Uh, draw new stuff. That's
1: just nuts. I don't know.
0: It's pretty, pretty weird. Like like, like I said, these are maybes.
1: I don't know. And if maybe is a distant... There's dude, it's no.
0: Boros. What do you like? Boros, to, what do you fucking want from Boros? God! <laughs> Ugh.
1: All right, we'll
0: leave it to chance. Yeah, if you're playing, playing somebody's Boros, somebody's gonna
1: hear you yelling, man. You gotta calm down. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're. It's now we're in Davis County, two, Utah. It's now it's almost two in the morning, dude. Dude, All it's right. foggy on my side of the car. I'm yeah. fogging up this window. If they come up to the windows, we're just gonna say we're <laughs> fucking. <dude. laughs> what are they gonna do? arrest but probably arrested they will they're like Again. you know it's not legal to
0: be a homosexual in y- utah in right da- yeah i don't
1: joke. <laughs> um so uh, let's go to artifacts there's probably only a couple but the one i'm thinking is just busted broke cool well, it's not broken but it's not broke it's just but badass it's just so dope it's the mirage mirror so 3 mana artifact pay 2 uh <laughs> mirage mirror becomes a copy of target artifact creature enchantment or land until end of turn I'm excited for but this it card. it can't copy Nikki B. Dude. It can't copy Nickel Bolas. Gosh, dang. he walks in front of that mirror, and the mirror goes. It, dude, just, it just shatters. It just, sh- it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> it doesn't reflect anything back. It doesn't reflect anything back. It's like he's a, he's and a he's vampire. Like, huh? he's like, that's right. Um. So <laughs> only, yeah, only I can. Gaze What's cool on my about own this message. one is that it evades any kind of like type of target removal. Yeah. So if they like try to target it as a Destroy target artifact. Right, because it doesn't say in addition to its other types. Yeah, it becomes whatever you turn it into. Right. So it's like, a, like oh, I'm going to destroy this artifact. Well, it's a land, bro. <laughs> I'm going to destroy this creature. Oh, well, it's an enchantment, bro. You know what I mean? It's awesome. That's what's cool And about I think it. the great thing is, is that for
0: cheap costs, you can respond to big problems. Wow, that card's way too cool. It's like, I'm excited, excited for, like,
1: I remember pointing it out to you when it was first spoiled. I'm like, Andy, this card is the just... Art, like- the art is leaving me kind of wanting, though. It's just some guy walking past... Yeah, he's just door walking door. past a mirror. Well, I don't know. There's like a Terminator in there in the mirror. Why do they what do one of the gods like walking past the mirror? I don't know. Yeah. Right? It's, it's cool. I'm not going to... I'm not. Give gonna me a piece it. of paper, Andy. I'm yeah. going to write a letter to Wizards you and tell mean, them you fucked it up. You may get an envelope, dude. <laughs> All right. So, Abandoned Sarcot. Well, don't talk to them. Talk to whoever Craig T... Bearing is the guy who did the. art. Oh, yeah. Well, I heard they're like they're they ask for very specific things. Yeah, they they actually give them like directions. super specific directions as to this is what you're going this to produce. This is what you're going to produce. God. All right. So abandoned sarcophagus. This is more for like the cycling thing. I don't know how I feel about it because I, when I read it, I was like, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And then I was like, I don't know. And we, then I thought about it again. I'm like, no, yeah, it's still pretty. So it, it's artifact. Um, you may cast non-land cards with cycling from your graveyard for three. So that's awesome. an artifact. Um, if a card with cycling would be put into your graveyard from anywhere and it wasn't cycled, exile it instead. So it's like a permanent past in flames for cycling cards. is how I want to say. Okay. It's not till end of turn. It's less mana and it sticks around. And hey. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You cycle stuff. Do the draw effect. You know, discard, draw, and then you still have the option to cast it. Basically, if you have a cycling
0: theme deck, which you know, reference Andy's Zer and or well, four they're, color they're, partners. They seem like
1: they're getting pretty hot right now. Like, yeah. it seems like people want to give it. Yeah, in world. a whirl. And, and there's a lot of
0: fodder for it with this block. Um, I don't know, man. Is there anything else? Yeah, I on? actually have a couple that I think are are uh, interesting. Can okay, I do it? So, Crook of Condemnation, I think, is topical. Uh, it's a 2 mana artifact. It has two different abilities: one, tap, exile target card from a graveyard; mm-hmm. one, exile Crook of Condemnation, exile all cards from all graveyards. Uh, so Grave, yeah. Graveyards are they're they're a thing. I'm I can say with some level of confidence, every play group probably has somebody that abuses their graveyard. So
1: it's like a wannabe. Um like a graphic. Relica pro Oh, oh. Relica, relica Progenitus. Yeah, yeah. What's cool is that you can target a card from a graveyard. Well you can't do that with
0: Yeah. So you have those two options. Like if there's just one thing, like you don't want to totally piss people off, but there's one thing you're really concerned about. Yeah, get
1: either. rid of it. And then there's if, the one that's like, okay, I really don't care about all yards, that they all gotta go. Yeah, they just gotta go. Uh, Let's
0: uh button it up for our own health. There there was one more that I thought should be mentioned. Okay. Uh Sunset Pyramid. This is strictly an a suggestion.
1: Oh, um, God, Atraxa. Where is this? Is this a land? What is this? Oh, no, it's an artifact. All right. What yeah. is it?
0: So so this one is just... It's two. Okay. enters ba- Sunset Pyramid enters the battlefield with three brick counters on it. You can pay two, tap, remove a brick counter from Sunset Pyramid, and draw a card.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So really, like, you in, th- in a vacuum should only be able to draw three cards with this. Would... But with the track, yeah, yeah, so you're right. just going to keep proliferating and keep drawing with it. Uh, yeah, and you also have two tap scry one. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I imagine there will be some attracts, a list that will contain this
1: card. Yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know. Like, is card draw really hard to come by? I mean, you have and- four colors... So you shouldn't? Yeah, you shouldn't. Have a hard time with it? But I guess if you're really, really wanting to make sure everything synergizes... It's going
0: to be, turn, it's so. gonna be a budget way to do it. It's a 15-cent card currently listed right now. It's not
1: even out yet.
0: Yeah, it's not like... It, people are like, nobody wants it.
1: Well, hey, man, you busted your ass to get that Atraxa deck. Maybe you need to start saving other Atraxa is just like collecting dust right now. Yeah, it's... Overall, what do you think about the set? Give me your... So, uh... So overall, I think there's
0: actually a lot of good cards to use for Commander. I know there's some sets that I've thought to myself, like, "Mm, I didn't really get too much out of that. But sitting down, breaking down what's here, I think there's some really cool legends uh, Mm -hmm. for new commanders. I think there's a lot of different strategies that have cards that will contribute to them. Um, And just some things that are generally good for the colors. I don't know. I'm pleased with it. I'm excited to yeah. to crack open some I think, cards. And... I think as
1: far as like other sets go for standard, it's going to be really. I don't know. I'm not really following standard a lot. I I there's a YouTube channel I follow where this guy cracks out a lot of standard decks. Um, it's called uh, Strictly Better MTG. The dude is so dope. Like he's his name's Dev. He's way sick. But he's my only like link to the standard environment. <laughs> okay. And it's like, yeah, he's exhaustive, like, he'll go, he'll start, like, a video and he'll just hammer out, like, and you get a pretty good, like, global walkthrough of every card and its relation to what it can do in Standard. So, I don't know, I wonder what his take is on all this as far as Standard goes. I'm thinking, like, just kind of what I know, there's not a lot of good modern cards, I don't think, except for that new land card, uh, land snake guy, the Magus of the Crucible. Oh, right. Um legacy yeah i mean this is that that's i mean those are just those formats not a lot of cards well, sink in through standard into those well, formats well and the other
0: thing to consider is that this is a small set uh so you're not getting as many cards as you're going to get out of other sets right uh i think for a small set I, I i mean we'll have to see how it plays out um i think i think it's a good one
1: yeah but there, for there, commander there's plenty to work with there's new legends there's new cards like there's Plenty of upside down stuff we've, to do. Yeah,
0: we've had small sets we've been disappointed in for sure. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Dragon's Maze.
1: Well, that's the review, right?
0: Thanks for listening to the Legendary Creature Podcast. Music this episode by the artist Home, track 26 from the album Resting State. Link is in the episode notes. Check him out. We're super grateful that he lets us use his beats. You should be too. He's dope. Also, let us know what you think of Hour of Devastation. What are cards you're excited for? Follow us on Twitter at Legend underscore Creature and leave us a review wherever you're finding us. We want to know how we're doing. If there's topics you want to hear about, take it easy.